Hey everyone, you're about to learn how to conquer some of those liabilities involved when you offer SIM solutions to your clients. So hang on for this second part of our three-part series about the holy trinity of security as a service. You're gonna learn a lot. Hey, it's Brad Gross coming at you with another Technology Bradcast. If you're a service provider and you want to learn some things, give me a few minutes. You're gonna learn a lot. SIM solutions. They are information and management solutions. They are not firewalls, as you know, they're not malware solutions. A SIM solution is, is really part of a layered approach to security. It's, it's one of the tools in your toolbox. It's a step toward security as a service, but generally speaking, it doesn't work by itself and it's not as effective on its own unless you're going to use it as part of a layered approach to security. Now, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about, but you know who doesn't know? Your client. Your client doesn't know that a SIM solution isn't a perfect solution. Your client doesn't know that a SIM solution won't give it complete compliance with all the regulations that your client needs to adhere to. So this podcast is really going to focus on what you need to do to make sure that you and your customers are on the same page when you're offering a SIM solution to them. Now, before I get started, I want to make a special offer to you guys, specifically you who are listening to this podcast. If you're not sure about how you're going to offer your SIM solution to your customers, I want you to stay tuned for the very end of this podcast, because at the end, I'm going to give you guys, the listeners, a great free offer about SIM and other security-related statements of work. It's valuable stuff, worth hundreds or more, so keep listening, you're going to learn a lot, and take advantage of that offer. So, what does your customer need to know about your SIM offering? First, a SIM solution standing alone does not protect the customer's network, right? We talked about that. So if the customer isn't using a layered approach, serious vulnerabilities still exist and your customer should know that. Denial of service attacks, some ransomware, these things can often bypass SIM solutions. Your SIM solution not only should be implemented in conjunction with a firewall and periodic pen testing and internal practices that teach your customers' employees how to keep their information secure, right? But your customer needs to know that. Make sure it's in your statement of work. Second, a SIM solution doesn't make a customer compliant with any particular regulatory requirement. So remember this, if your marketing materials imply or say outright that your SIM solution is going to satisfy the customer's regulatory requirements like HIPAA or Sarbanes-Oxley, you need to change those materials. And if your client is under the impression that your SIM solution is going to make them compliant, you need to divest them of that thought real fast. Make it clear in your statement of work that your solution, while it is effective in some ways, it is certainly not going to be a panacea of compliance. Make sure that expectation is managed. Third, let's talk about alerts. So someone has to handle the alerts. 
Alerts are going to be generated by your SIM solution. And if your company, your MSP is handling the alerts, then you need to have someone designated in your customer's company that you can talk to at any hour, day or night, to address the alert or the ongoing security concern. Don't wait until an alert is triggered to then try to figure out who, if anyone, in your customer's company should be notified. Make it clear in writing in the statement of work that there are certain people authorized by your customer to be notified and to handle alerts generated by the SIM solution. Fourth, and this is more of a process thing, make sure to configure the SIM so that it provides context around the alert being generated. And if your company is responsible for explaining the alerts to its customer, make sure you provide context. Alerts without context lead to organizations ignoring the alert, and that can lead to a security vulnerability. Alerts that come in but are not provided in some sort of contextual environment are likely going to be ignored as false alarms or, you know, just simply something that can be blown off. So make sure, just, you know, you guys, you're, you're the MSP, make sure you communicate with your customers about the alerts being generated, why they're being generated, the context in which they're being generated, and the importance of action. Okay. Number five, and my last point, if you're offering a SIM solution, then you already realize that a security incident could occur. If you think that a security incident could occur, then you also need to acknowledge the fact in your statement of work that data could be lost as a result of a security incident. Now, guys, I beg you, make it crystal clear how data loss is going to be handled. Under most managed service paradigms, the MSP does not cover incident responses. Usually, the MSP's responsibility ends when the customer is notified of the SIM alert and preliminary steps are taken to address the alert. But again, it it depends on what your SOW, what your statement of work says. Make sure your statement of work says what it needs to say and make sure you understand the context in which it will be read. By that, I mean your customers will be reading your statement of work after their systems have been breached or data was accessed. That's not going to be a happy time for them, and they're going to want to point the finger at someone other than themselves, and you're going to be the slowest moving target. So make sure that your statement of work is written in a way that defines what your company, what your company is responsible for doing and what it is not going to do, if it is not going to recover data, if it is not going to conduct forensic exams, make sure your statement of work says that. Remember, it's going to be read at a time when tensions are high. Okay, now, at the beginning of this podcast, I told you that I'd have a special offer, and I do. Here it is. If you contact my office anytime between today when you're listening to this and August 1st, 2019. And if you tell them that you're listening to the SIM podcast, and remember, you have to mention the SIM podcast specifically, all right? You'll be able to send us your SIM or security as a service statement of work, whatever you have, good, bad, or ugly, and we'll give you a review of that document and have a consult with you for free. 
Yes, for free. I'll tell you, like I said, the good, bad, and ugly of your document, and it might just save you a tremendous amount of grief and liability. So, if you want to take advantage of this offer, it is a limited-time offer, so do it now. Contact us at 954-217-6225 or email us at info at bradleygross.com. Mention the SIM podcast. I look forward to speaking with you directly. That's right. You are going to speak with me directly, and we can talk about your specific needs. How do you like that? Answer, you love it, and you're going to learn a lot. Thanks for listening to part two of this three-part series. Next week, we'll talk about the third part in the trilogy, firewalls, and avoiding the liabilities that firewalls can impose on your MSP.